People like People like games What's up and welcome to episode 18 of People Like Games. If you don't know by now, continual shame on you and your family. I'm Solo. <laughs> and I'm Lilo. What's going on? And uh, this is the show. This is the show. Jinx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. I, I was going to say that because I want to interrupt and just say this is the first episode that I think that I've been on the show for more than half of the episodes, right? That's yeah. my my anniversary, if you would, of actually being part of more than 50% of the show, baby. That's yeah, what I'm talking baby. about. <laughs> now yeah. we're changed up. Now we're a brand new machine. So Brand new duo. Let's do it. You okay. guys better be listening. Hit us up at People Like Games on Twitter. Hit that subscribe button on iTunes or Google Play and fucking Spotify and Tidal. Accept us because yes. we just want in. And oh, man. Spotify, please do it. Exactly. Please do it. I use Spotify. I use Title. I use both of you guys, uh, but I'll use one or the other depending on who the <laughs> yeah, whoever responds. <laughs> so yeah. balls in your courts, guys, or balls. Both my balls are in your courts. Yep. Yes. And with like that, that, the show's over. <laughs> and there we go. Um, right. Let's kick things off. As you know, this is the opening segment. Quick scope. We're doing our quick scope. And let's get into it. Uh, first yep. up, uh, it looks like Face It is going to be hosting the next CS major in London. Uh, it, if you guys uh, saw the uh, last major, the E-League major in Boston, which was at Boston University, again, this arena, uh, it broke the concurrent stream record for Twitch, had over a million people. Uh, this one will be at the Wembley Arena on September 20th to the 23rd, and the prize pool will be a million dollars. Pretty cool. Dollar um, per person. All right. Yeah. Pretty solid. <laughs> Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Like, exactly. Between the 12 people on each team. No, but it should be cool. should be great. I, I really enjoyed the last one in Boston, so something I'm looking forward to. Nice. What's, uh, what's Face It real fast, just to uh, clarify? It's just a uh, sort of eSports company that host events and tournaments uh for csgo in particular gotcha gotcha all right cool man well when i saw that i was like oh what the hell's face it so yeah, it's sort of like, be good to talk about yeah exactly it's a it's just a independent company that just allows people or just hosts tournaments just a tournament hosting company that right. is one of the major ones alongside League, esl uh, and a few other ones but there's people who know more about csgo than me <laughs> all right fair enough fair enough <laughs> well now i know moving on to our next story uh we're doing a little switch up we're gonna go pretty much back and forth on stories he's got some stories solo's got some stories he wants to talk about i got some stories i want to talk about so hopefully it'll this change is the best gaming podcast in the industry we're gonna treat this go. like watch the throne and trade verses uh-huh that's exactly what we're doing and so my verse is going to be about the owls and how owls are returning. It's the Overwatch League for anyone who doesn't know what owl means. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who's a fan of the Overwatch League, it was for your cosmetic, um, your cosmetic addiction, I guess you'd say. Now fans who watch 
Overwatch on Twitch can earn tokens by watching the games, and you can redeem these tokens for in-game cosmetic items. So it's a new deal between Blizzard and Twitch. You must link your Blizzard account with Twitch to actually get credit for these tokens. If you're watching the owl games every map that finishes with you watching you get a token and some users may get 100 tokens at the end plus well it's considered a bonus randomly though that's the big thing randomly they might get it if they watch the final map finish for that particular match of the day um separate feature that blizzard is trying to push with twitch is you can unlock skins emotes and themed items by using cheering with bits feature on twitch cheering with bits is a stupid. service yeah it's it's kind of stupid i'll be honest but you pay some money you get some in-game bits or sorry in twitch bits i don't even know what that means but it's their version of currency with those bits you can cheer on your favorite teams in twitch which is ridiculous i'm shaking and my head Twitch is keeping track of who is the best cheerer, aka who spends the most money cheering and submitting emojis in chat for their team, and they will essentially award those people with in-game cosmetic items. Kind of crazy, kind of funny. Because kind of stupid. (laughs) Neither the Overwatch League nor the Overwatch League teams are profiting from that in the same way that if you buy your skins on the in the actual overwatch game using the overwatch tokens that they have then you end up um then the activision blizzard ends up splitting that money alongside with with the actual players with the actual actual teams not players 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 get what they get that's how that shit rolls so you have three separate monetary monetized incentives to pay f- during overwatch play whatever it may be you can pay for gold or pay for loot boxes separately you twitch and pay for chat bits and you can just get tokens just in-game tokens well rather in twitch tokens that you can redeem for cosmetic items on your blizzard account i'm not really sure what's going on i mean on. It, it, it's part of the financial aspects of trying to keep uh, you know, or part of the deal, that $90 million deal, uh, if you guys remember that Overwatch League ended up signing with Twitch for exclusive rights to stream it. I guess it's not exclusive because they stream it on MLG as well. Um, but pretty cool. Um, but that's it. not that interesting. Anyway, <laughs> they did start breaking back above six digits into like 140, 150 on these initial two games. So it's interesting to see if that's a new normal based off mm-hmm. the popularity of stage one or Ooh, also stage two starts. If you're listening to this last night, exactly. Yes. It started yeah. right. Yeah. Today, London Spitfire lost the Houston outlaws in a rematch. Um, oh. Yeah. A little upsetting, but on to the exciting world of esports revenue and economics. Um, just laying, laying out a bit, uh, about a new new zoo report which estimated that esports revenue will exceed 1.65 billion by 2021 it's interesting because they were talking about the correlation of the popularity and the potential revenue being tied to the uh, franchising the geographical franchising of teams so you're going to create these sort of merchandising booms in all these different cities which would obviously benefit the organization and they said one of the main 
aspects of creating that level of popularity is to create a successful collegiate structure, which sort of harkens yeah. back, if you guys remember, episode seven, the last one before Lilo, where we interviewed uh, Tyler Schrote of the Electronic Gaming Federation and spoke about that exact topic. Um, so it's interesting to see this growth, uh, but they also mentioned that a lot of these teams are operating at a loss at the moment. So, you know, there is the potential for profitability in the future. However, that is in the process being built. It is by no means at the moment existent. Um, everything is based on potential value. And they also noticed or noted specifically uh, the correlation or the likely correlation between blockchain technology and gaming that we'll see in the future. It's a major trend. So that is something, you know, sort of even relating back to Atari cryptocurrency last week when I said I didn't know much about it. And now it's a new week and I do know shit about it because that's how learning goes. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, anyway. just to clarify what he means by they, um, this group called NewZoo is a market intelligence firm that essentially researches the market and projects out the future for, you know, I guess any given market. And in this particular instance, they talked about esports and 10 key factors that might determine the growth of the whole sector. So yeah, that's on me. That's, I always forget that's, to add context. That's who they is. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. the day. They are trying <laughs> the, to get you. Is one who they is. I'm it's just a, a DJ market, market firm <laughs> that's thinking about the future and saying like, oh, these are the ways that our numbers show we could grow this. And I'm blah, DJ blah, blah, Khaled, blah. man. I just say they all the time. They yeah, yeah. another one just they don't want to see you succeed <laughs> fair enough all right let's uh let's move on so i'm gonna go over to some mobile gaming stuff it's gonna be pretty quick but fun fact that i found out fire emblem heroes has generated an estimated 295 million dollars in revenue in its first year in a report from mobile intelligence firm sensor tower it is the second installment in a four game deal between nintendo and mobile developer DNA. So it has been the most successful Nintendo mobile gaming, I guess, enterprise. Aside Behind from, from exactly, aside from the antics, I had to Go. figure Pokemon Go was somewhere up there. But yeah, and Pokemon I, Go is making a buttload of money. But that's interesting. Yeah, what did it make in comparison to Super Mario Run? <laughs> notes on that. Yeah. So. Mario has currently um, a couple games out, and or sorry, not Mario. Nintendo has a couple games out, and apparently Fire Emblem has five times the income of Super Mario Run. Wow! So Super Mario Run has grossed approximately sixty million since December two thousand sixteen, and Fire Emblem is already at two ninety five. So you can imagine how uh, that's quickly outpacing one of Nintendo's main characters they push I, I didn't even hear about fire emblem heroes until recently to be honest you i'm go a little the, uh, surprised iTunes store, by right? the fact that they made that much but i'm sure they i i had read reviews about it but i'd only read reviews in regards to it obviously use the free-to-play model so is, is mm -hmm. it funny enough that nintendo tried being like hey we'll be cool you you can either play like one round for free or pay $10 for the whole game. No, no transactions necessary. And instead yeah. they're like, are we really so stupid as to cap the amount of money we can make per person? Uh-oh, yep. Yep. take that cap off. And what do you get? Five They're times. moving forward, man. They're moving forward with uh, 
pay as you go instead of just pay to play. And it's kind of sweet. It just proves that. It's sweet for them. It's for everybody else. One, it proves how seamlessly Nintendo uh, content translates over to mobile. Uh, because one, mm-hmm. it's not really high content or high graphic quality requirements um, yeah. in yeah. terms of the processing power. And two, they have the ability now, as we were talking about the last couple of weeks in terms of uh, of Nintendo moving away from its handheld market to mobile. And this just proves like they're going to make 10 times what they made from, mo- from handheld markets switch. because yeah, of the no, fact that they don't have to deal with any of the hardware cost. Like this is just pure software. I read, I read about this, like uh, not read. I, I listen to a great podcast about this. I'm just going to mention it quick, so quickly exponent FM. And they talk about the exponential value of software. And in this case, in particular, it's interesting because they have the ability to uh, create value for uh, infinite amount. Once they create the game and release it, boom, now it's just maintenance costs and zero cost of trying to acquire more money. So as the longer the game's out, it's just a tunnel of money, just a tunnel of money coming in. Makes sense. Exponential, I don't agree with, but in uh, I, I don't know the proper adjective, but I, I get where you're coming from. Exponential, I definitely don't agree with everything else. I, I can see. I can see, like, once you release it on software, it's easy to adapt and change, like you said, maintenance costs. But anyway. Um, anyway. Now, quick, quick note though. I just want to say, Fire Emblem, although it made two hundred ninety-five million, to put that into perspective, Pokemon Go made one point one billion in its first year. So just you know, in case you're wondering, Pokemon Go made so much money compared to Fire Emblem Heroes. And, never, uh, never cap, never cap what you can make per user, and you shall see the returns. Yeah. Um, but anyway, on to uh, a, a bit more about video games and movies. So we had mentioned couple weeks back how mario super mario is having uh, its own movie made by illumination studios same guys who did minions and i think despicable me as well they are now making apparently a sonic the hedgehog movie uh from paramount pictures uh, it's going or it's slated to be released on november 15th 2019 and it gets weird where it's apparently a mix of live action and animation don't know how that's going to work. It would Who be framed really- Roger Rabbit. Who yeah, framed I, Roger Rabbit? <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like it'd be way funnier if they went like the Ted route with like the bear and just went, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, that's probably what they're gonna do. That's gonna be weird. Go though. with camp, but it, it doesn't look like they will. Um, it's interesting. Where it, it's like we mentioned, it's it's a conversation we should have, which is the 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 slowly the adaptation of video games is going to become a predominant thing once people get sort of tired of comic books. Yep. Yeah, I think they're moving from genre to genre and original story to original story. Video games has been a medium that's been growing and has always been, uh, I guess, interactive. But it's funny. I guess comic books are getting dated. Marvel is going to eventually use up all the ideas they have, right? Because they're adapting most of it from comics, that kind of stuff. Get over to video games, it's going to be even harder to adapt something that was interactive to just a movie, unless it has a very good story. That I Imagine agree a God of War movie. God of War like, would be so like, sweet. Of all, the problem is always like what they're choosing to adapt. Like of all the properties that are potentially available, you're like, I think Sonic is going to make a good movie. Uh, why? Yeah. 
Like, <laughs> that's a very good question. That's the thing. Like this. Like, oh, let's like Assassin's Creed into a movie. I'm like, no, no, that's not yeah. plausible. Like, that shit takes a lot of time to make something that complex into a movie. Like, you don't just do it. And like, I never heard it's about cool, it. It's a cool idea. I mean, I can't, I can't blame him. Yeah, Having I, a live I, action fully, Pokemon would probably be pretty dope. But like, I don't know. It probably wouldn't be good. It just I, seems like a cool idea at first. I fully am holding out for the potential of a Guillermo del Toro movie with Bioshock, the only valuable. Yes, yes, I told you that. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. I, I'm going to mention it. I was the one who said Guillermo del Toro. Come on, man. No, that's my guy. That's my that. guy. No, give me those props. Give me those. For, get out of here. Give me that. Those, those are mine. That's I'm my son. That. That's I'm mine. Taking it and running with it. All right. Um, Sonic and Live Act. Uh, live movie adaptations, unless you have any other ones you want to talk about. No. You good, Solo? comes to mind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on, I'm going to talk about a little bit about PUBG. We've mentioned it the past couple of weeks. PUBG, Player Knows Battlegrounds, the Battle Royale on Steam and on Xbox has been extremely popular. So popular that it's sold approximately 300 million sales worldwide. It has sold 300 million copies worldwide. It's insane. Apparently, there's going to be a new update coming around. Uh, Actually, about a couple of days ago, now that I think about it, we're going to address some new issues in the form of matchmaking, as well as some other things in game. But the biggest yeah. thing that you guys know is that it's going to introduce some ping-based or connection-based matchmaking, which is going to prioritize people with good connections together and pool the people with bad connections together as well, which is kind of funny. Yeah, so, I agree with that. Those, I mean... It's about time. They're having a major issue with cheaters as a whole coming through. Mm. And the major call from players, which has been sort of... They, they say it's racist, but they've been demanding region-locked servers because they right. feel that a majority of the cheating is coming out of China, which... It's, it, it's, not a, it's not like an opinion. It's a fact. It's a that fact. is true. It's a fact that. that it's the truth. Uh, and so, you know, I guess that's a step towards it. I guess you're going to be connected regionally anyway if you're trying to go based on the strongest ping connections. Yep. Um, yep. So it only makes sense. But that is a far more diplomatic way to put it. But anyway. Yeah. Trials are starting soon, just FYI. So they'll be doing it. Is anyone even playing first. PUBG anymore? <laughs> I think several million people at the same time are still playing PUBG. I know, but I'm one of them. I guess I guess I just, just saying. I guess I just think about that in, in in relative difference to how much I hear about Fortnite versus how much I hear about PUBG. Where yeah. a majority of what I hear about PUBG is complaints and a majority of what I hear about Fortnite is this is awesome. <laughs> it's just the new hotness man it old is, busted new hotness just going men in black will smith on this just saying like they say PUBG's old and busted i i still think the thrill of getting a chicken dinner far winning in in Fortnite, but that's just you know personal preference and we'll see we'll see we'll look at those numbers that we saw on the graph last week of Fortnite rising and PUBG falling and it'll reinforce our opinions you know what i'm saying that i agree with that i agree with it'll turn around and i'll have been like I always believed in PUBG, bro. Just go back to the episodes, <laughs> and then I'm just going to go back and edit all the old episodes of me contradicting myself out. So I always sound right. But there you go. Anyway, on to a little bit of Twitch. Speaking of, I was actually watching the doc earlier. Um, that's why he was, he, he was complaining. But it's always enjoyable. But 
anyway, um, and then I watch an aid shot play Fortnite because I want to get him on the show. He's an interesting Yo, story. What are you saying? I'm confused. What are we talking about? Uh, so I was watching Dr. Disrespect on Twitch earlier today. Okay. He streams every day, uh, like at 11. And then another person mm-hmm. who I was watching was a guy named Nade Shot, who is the a former counter, uh, a former Call of Duty pro player who ended up starting an organization known as the Hundred Thieves. The Hundred Thieves ended up getting a major investment from. Uh, Dan Gilbert, who's the owner of the Cavs, and now they're a major team in the NALCS, which is the North American League Championship Series for League of Legends. Pretty interesting, but I was just watching him. He used to work at McDonald's, and now he owns that team. Great guy. Hell yeah. Pretty interesting story. We're going to try getting him on here. But anyway, Twitch has delayed enforcement of new community guidelines that they had announced uh, a couple of weeks back due to uh, user raised concern over clarity. Uh, The guidelines, which targeted harassment, hateful content, and sexually suggestive material, were criticized for being vague and poorly phrased. Uh, I think that's been an ongoing issue on both sides in terms of what is considered streamable, what's considered harassment, what's hate speech, what's sexually... Suggestive. It's so tough. It's so ambiguous, man. That's just, I can understand uh, the community's frustration, but I can also understand Twitch just being like, I can't make it perfect. There's nothing you can write in text that's going to cover everything that everyone ever does. You know, you, can't make everyone happy. Everything. So you, you could create an outline and you could enforce the outline, but to a certain degree, like you're responsible. It's on for- a, it should be on a case by case basis. That's mm-hmm. what it should be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it's going to turn to. And it's frustrating because people want standard, a standard across every streamer, but it's just not possible, man. You can't treat the same things. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, just, no, no, it's true. You're not going to treat someone who's, you know, bringing in money or, or whatever the case is, who, are, who is a valuable person for your for your for your organization. Uh, you're going to treat them differently. Favoritism doesn't exist. A fact. You know, look at Logan Paul on fucking YouTube. You're telling me there's not favoritism, but uh, I, I definitely I, yeah, I understand that. that. Actually, relates to another story which I had wanted to mention uh, in regards to Twitch, which was that uh, recently a banned Twitch streamer filed a lawsuit against the platform for loss of earnings and reputational harm. So, uh, the streamer named Jason Phantom Lord Varga filed a lawsuit back in July 2016, uh, and he said that he had a whole bunch of subscribers and over a million followers, but uh, he became embroiled in a scandal where numerous streamers were accused of Counter-Strike skin gambling and didn't disclose their ties to the business. That's also an interesting topic that's very much worth uh, jumping into and explaining for you guys uh, sometime, which is specifically how large that gambling for skins industry is uh, monetarily. So basically he ended up uh, who owned the site that was accused uh, that he was basically embroiled in the controversy of CSGO shuffle uh, is claiming not that he was sort of banned, uh, you know, basically he was banned for the wrong reason. he said it was uh, the claims behind him were flawed and, uh, unsubstantiated and basically this is only important because they also mention the vague nature 
of the allegations and for the reasons that he was banned. Even though he should have been banned, um, they may get by on a technicality that they never provided any formal explanation as to what rules he broke. And seeing now this, which is you roll out new community guidelines, which you then have to roll back because you didn't explain what you were doing in the first place. There may be a lot of saying that Twitch, Twitch flex, flexes muscles, this guy got banned, and then he's, he now might win on a technicality. Granted, is, yeah. you think he's yeah. going to get any monetary money? Like, you think he's going to get monetary? Yeah, he had 16,000 uh, subscribers and over a million followers. I don't, I don't even know what that translates to. I really don't know. I don't know. The, the I don't scale. know. I think it's, it's subjective based to what he was earning. And if you could do projections. Right, at the time. I mean, I guess it's, uh, okay. it's tough. That's a complex one. I never know what to it's do about that one. Excuse me. Oof, sorry, everybody. Uh, well, appreciate the Twitch talk. I'm bringing back to something a little lighter. For all you fans of Burnout Paradise, you know, great game. may or may not have played. Forza is similar to it, but Burnout was just a four game five version. Anyway, long story short, Burnout Paradise is being remade for the PC. And although... You're wondering why, because you can still play it at 4K with 60 frames right now on your uh, computer. The That's remake cool. that it's it's going to be out on Xbox, PlayStation 4, and PC. You can uh, you will get all the DLC DLC at one time. Excuse me. So the remaster edition is going to hit the Xbox and PS4 on March 16th, and the PC version is going to come out later this year. The DLC expansions, just to rattle them off real quick, is going to be Big Surf Island, Cops and Robbers, Legendary Cars, Burnout Bikes, Toy Cars, Party Pack, and Boost Specials. So if you're a fan of the Paradise um, driving game, yeah, feel free to pick it up because it's coming out with all of your favorite DLC. Yes, agree. And on a different note related to good deals because this is only 40 bucks um titanfall 2 is only five dollars on multiple digital platforms i haven't played it i really liked the game's first awesome. one. Game's we, awesome we will play it so we will vouchers for it and for five bucks you yep. like why not bro? dude five bucks is a steal man absolutely steal. granted you want to make sure people you can play with people online they might just be really really good but hey five bucks might as well try it out gameplay is ridiculous Ooh, that excuse me with. that i agree with <laughs> Um, next up, we have a little Rocket League talk. There oh, is yeah. a new DLC coming titled the DC Superheroes DLC. It contains a couple of new Batman vehicles. So we'll see the Tumblr from the Dark Knight trilogy and also the original from Michael Keaton's 1989, which was yeah. my favorite Batmobile. Oh, what? Are you kidding me? The Tumblr is way cooler than that shit. Are you kidding me? There's no way. The Tumblr is cooler, don't get me wrong. But like, Batmobile is better. If you're going to roll you up in a Batmobile, Dude, you better show up in... The Tumblr turned into a motorcycle. Dude, mm-hmm. Are you kidding me mm-hmm. right now? Mm-hmm. Don't, I, even, I think about, yo, don't even start. That's yo, just that's, ridiculous. That's who we are anyway. From now on, if you want to be here, we're, we're hashtag Team Batmobile. Because it's that's so stupid. I can't believe that you think Michael Keaton's stupid, long, weird Batmobile With is a fire than the thruster tumbler. in the back, like no. the door pulling out Please? to the front. Yo, if you the, pull the up, Tumblr had a fire thruster too. Don't even, mm-hmm, don't even get me started. Mm-hmm. It flipped a freaking eighteen wheeler. This isn't even me? a discussion, bruh. 
because all right someone needs to leave some comments let us know what your favorite Batmobile is because uh, i yes. think solo's some some shit right now this is this bullshit this, this, is, this is silly it it, it, it goes Bat- michael keaton batman then batman animated series batman batmobile that's one thing. Uh, it's the same. It's same. It's okay. It's not even. I would have said Batman Beyond, like Tumblr, Batman Beyond, then maybe the original Batman animation. McGinnis, and then I love Michael Keaton's Batman Beyond is the last. He's Batman. He's like Diet Batman. Dude, the, the original, also, 1960s, is better than freaking Michael Keaton's. It's just, that's just terrible. I don't even want to talk to you right it's now. Silly. What else is in the DLC, man? Tell us what else is in the DLC. Honestly. Unless you want me to tell. You were more <laughs> the Rocket say. League player, so I just saw the Batmobile talk, and I was like, I had, all right, all right. I paid 20 bucks for Rocket League, like, two years ago, and I don't think I've played it ever since. Well, you're ridiculous because it's totally worth it. I still play it currently. Rocket League, it. you've got to pick it up, pick it up. It's on all three. Hey, it's just, it's a fact. you got to practice, man. That's what it's all about. What's all about? See, don't be like solo. You gotta put your. Everyone's gonna suck every time they try something. Move through it. Anyway, this uh, this DLC features the two Batmobiles, like Solo said. It's coming out in March fifth for four dollars. It's also gonna feature a couple of their just small items that you're gonna get for Aquaman, Cyborg, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Superman, Flash, and Wonder Woman. Oh shit! There's Fun other superheroes in DC. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was Batman and Friends. Hate you. You only talked about the Batmobile, so I just want to let them know. Fun fact: I didn't know this, and this was actually cool reading the article. But Warner Brothers actually bought the rights to Cyanx, uh Rocket League back in October. Is why we're getting all this content coming out now. And yeah, Warner Brothers are the ones who published the DC films, so it's just nice to know that Rocket League is going to be having a lot more superhero influence. It's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah. That's a pretty big deal. Having a video game bought out by a major movie company, I think that's a solid sign of the times, man. Just throwing it out there. I agree with that. I agree with. But um, then, so that's all we have for you guys today in Quickscope. Uh, we are now going to get into the main segment and get a little, basically the same exact shit with a different title because that's how we roll. Um, yeah. Hashtag branding. Main segment. Let's do it. Um, so to shoot things off first. Apple is looking to get into gaming. I genuinely don't know why. Uh, stupid. 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 They're, they're so late. It just it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, absolutely none. Uh, this is based off a uh, patent that they filed for recently um, that would allow uh, Apple TV to increase its gaming capabilities. I don't know why. I think that gaming has now become a buzzword to a certain degree uh, and the popularity of the industry as potential monetary successes, having people mm. try to jump in. Same, same way I felt when we mentioned that Google is trying to get into gaming. Uh, if you guys don't recall, they hired Phil Harrison, who used to be the head of Xbox and was over at uh, Sony before. And so it makes sense that Google wants to get in, but... I don't know. I don't see an outside team coming in and, and breaking up what's there already. It's Dude, they're getting Angry Birds on a TV, but they're trying to get the kids, and it's just, I just think it's stupid. You already got the tablets. You got the iPhones. Yes, I understand you're trying to corner the TV, but it's just not going to work. You, you won't be able to offer the same capability to other games, other 
gaming platforms will, you know, not even platforms necessarily, but other gaming devices, consoles. It's just stupid. Exactly. Apple, yes, you want a piece of the pie. I guess it doesn't even matter to you. You have so much money that you can get a piece of the pie, even if it's a tiny sliver, but it's just, why? Why? Come on, man. And, and, and I was listening to this about on, on, on Exponent FM podcast earlier as well, which is just such a great podcast. You should listen to it more, Lulo. Um, and they were just talking about Apple and how it is a high margin company that uses its services to sell its products because it already has the best possible market at the moment, right? So everyone who owns mm -hmm. an iPhone, you have to have a certain amount of income, you know, in spending power yeah, to be able to own an sense. iPhone. And so Each iPhone is now a thousand dollars and everyone buys a new one every year. Why, so why not maximize what you already have insane. to be like, yeah. yo, this is what we offer. This is what we do. Like, that's why you're not going to see another version of like an iPhone 5C where they make a crappy $100 version. Like, what, what are you going to do getting your phone out there in India at the moment? Like, the people yep, who yep, want yep, an iPhone yep. there have an iPhone there because they afford it. And don't break into a, a lesser market for yourself. So, but this makes me think with gaming, especially, I guess you could find a, a certain type of mobile casual gamer that would enjoy console gaming. And that could have a potential interesting effect of a mobile game that is made for television. I guess that doesn't yeah. work because then what do you, what's the point of having it on the phone? Regardless, uh, <laughs> that, that, that was worth mentioning. Um, it's silly. Um, Apple's dead. RIP Steve. They died the day they introduced the stylus. Anyway. Oh man. On to more positive things. NRG Esports, which is the major company that owns a couple of teams, in particular uh, San Francisco Shock, which are a part of the Overwatch League, recently announced a partnership with Engine, this E-N-J-I-N coin, a gaming cryptocurrency uh, and smart contract platform. Obviously, that's... All cryptocurrency is... Cryptocurrency. I feel like it's a interesting word that we've been listening talking about recently a lot yeah yeah so that's you know last week when we had mentioned the ability to uh of atari releasing their two coins i was like this yep. is pretty interesting i just don't get what the point would be for and he's like well they're again I, I i spoke to someone who knows a little bit about it and he said well if they're a gambling company then it sort of works like gambling chips where you're going to put a certain amount of money in and then you'll gamble against other people. And then if you get all their coins and you take those coins and you cash them out. And so now they're doing sort of specialized tokens. So in this case in particular, it's not gambling. So it doesn't have that same functionality for a digital market. But for this, NRG Esports will distribute custom NRG branded tokens as a means for fan engagement. So people who get the coins, which sort of relates to how Twitch works with the bits to a certain degree if you want yeah. an analogous situation to understand recipients will be able to use tokens to enter in raffles with prizes including trips or events to matches gaming hardware or merchandise signed by nrg players uh, the initial ico is going to be in october 2017 there's a potential to raise a whole lot of money doing something like that they already have a lot of major partners we had mentioned or you know even we had mentioned it earlier in the show when we we're mentioning the newsu report uh with regards to the trend of blockchain and cryptocurrency and gaming so you're going to see a lot more of what overwatch has done with tokens in that you pay a certain amount and then you get 
these tokens and then they are functional within the realm of their own uh, game or existence. But that's all they are for, which sort of makes them like arcade tokens, which are really irrelevant or useless outside of their given context. So I would just spend a lot of money on them. But apparently this is a thing and I have to so learn it money. because it's the future. And so as they say, if this is the future, I don't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting too old for this shit. Yeah, straight or, up. At times we're just we're just not there yet. We need to we need That's some silly shit. But mm. whatever. Next up, we got a little bit of Fortnite 3.0 patch and battle season. I've been playing Fortnite more often, but I still don't know shit about it. Run me run me through this a little bit. What All right, uh, so yeah, you got a battle pass that's coming up for, I think we spoke about this actually a couple of weeks ago, but essentially Fortnite is going to release a battle, pl- battle pass Sorry, for 950 V-Bucks, or, and if you download this uh, battle pass on Fortnite, eventually, as you, the more you play, you level up and you get awards. So it's essentially paying $10 for awards that you're going to have to earn over 150 hours. It's kind of asinine if you think about it. It's all trying to get your money, but it's cool because the more you pay, the more you get. Or not the sorry, the more you play, the more you get. Not the more you pay, the more you get. You just pay ten bucks, and yeah, it's just another way that Fortnite is monetizing, utilizing the cos exactly monetizing using the cosmetics that are in game and giving you more new content, but. I think it's a great idea. I mean, 10 bucks is pretty fair. It looks like it runs for, what, 70 days? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, exactly. I I don't agree that I'm paying 10 bucks for only 70 days to unlock all the content if I play up to 150 hours. Like, that's kind of... That's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. If you think you're paying 10 bucks, you're getting a DLC like Rocket League. Hey, you pay $4, you get all the DLC there. You you have access to the the two new cars and all that stuff. No, man, you have to unlock it. It oh, allows you, you to act- unlock it. Oh, so if I don't pay for it, I can't even unlock it. So if you pay for it, you're going to get some stuff right off the bat, and then there's other things that you're going to have to unlock over the next couple of hours that you play, right? As you get more tokens with the battle pass, you'll unlock it. So first things you're going to get are going to be the space-themed specialist outfit and a couple of other rewards right off the bat, but the rest of them are locked behind some tiers that you have to unlock as you play multiple hours. So well, you say all I can take from that fair. is that Fortnite very successfully integrated a very interesting monetization system into their game. Such bullshit, bro. It's like paying for DLC on an Xbox. Like I play Final Fantasy, I pay the DLC, and the DLC is like, oh, guess what? We're going to expire in 40 days. So you need to play it as much as you can because in the 40 days, it's it's ending. It's like a subscription, bro. It's literally like a subscription, and it's, it's so crazy. Pass to, I, for hate, the chance, I hate man. it. I hate it. it. I am hate fully it. of the belief that this is the type <laughs> of dog shit we're going to get for the new future. You just said you were down for it, but that was before you actually understood what the fuck was going on. This is... This well, is bullshit, you know, I, man. This is bullshit. It, what annoying I understand them wanting to have the money, option to unlock like, it otherwise, but as long as it doesn't right? affect gameplay. That's what I'm saying. As long as it doesn't affect gameplay, uh, as long as I could rock someone with the basic character, right. 
I could be like, yeah, you can. Thanks for the weapons. I get that. I get that too. It's just like that's 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 the only redeeming quality. Where sometimes it's pay to win, and you can get new shit that will actually change your gameplay. This, yes, it's just cosmetic. It's purely cosmetic. Yeah, that's fine. I do not just, like the it's frustrating the, the timing. It's frustrating that there's a time of the time. Are you kidding me? Like. What is that? Yeah. It's well, I mean, it's interesting. It, it guarantees front-loaded gaming time. Like, can people actually manage to get that much time played within the course of, I don't know, 70 days, 150 hours? Like, I don't know. I've never played a game for 150 hours. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I played you for probably 50 hours. I definitely have. I think I feel like we got, like, Kingdom Hearts. We were probably close to Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. That I agree. Like yeah, I, I really want to stream 1.5 Remix and the 2.5 Remix on here, but I don't want to take 10 years of my life trying to beat this shit for you guys in public. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, yeah, you're going to yeah, exactly. be terrible. Exactly. Uh, I, I'll start. We're, we're going to start. We're going to get the, 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 the PLG Twitch for you guys sooner than later, but Fortnite season pass, battle pass season three shall not be included upon our list of potential no. uh, doings. We will not do that. Anyway, up next, just should a little interesting about... story uh, in regards to Vision Esports. Okay, okay. Raising $38 million in investment from St. Louis Cardinals, uh, Kevin Durant and Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Vision Esports is a company started by former NBA uh, pro, uh, Rick Fox uh, and includes uh, two more uh, two partners of his. Uh, those are uh, let me see his name here. I completely forgot. I'm gonna have to look that. But regardless, uh, they put in 38 million dollars up to Stratton Sklavos and Amit Raizada along with Rick Fox. Uh, so now their organization is valued a little bit above 100 million dollars. Uh, it's in line with Kevin Durant going to San Francisco to invest in technology companies alongside his partner, Rich Kleinman. Um, just a little interesting when you see, like, baseball team, Odell Beckham Jr. next to, like, each other, you know? It's just like... Right? Yeah, Isn't that crazy, though? It's you're, just, awesome. you're getting all these big athletes with a lot of money to throw around really believing in what esports has to offer. That's, that's a fucking it, awesome that's exactly fucking awesome. It, and you know like I, I would prefer to see these athletes i would i prefer to see lebron as an owner of an esports franchise absolutely i wouldn't see why not um a little unfortunately I, they only so have a few yeah. teams so they have one in league of legends but they have other ones in uh call of duty and <laughs> h1z1 which i'm sure is going to be formerly it's, had one yeah it's uh it's pretty dead yeah, pretty it's dead pretty now. dead. Sorry, guys. But uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it proves, sort of goes in line with what we had mentioned a couple of weeks back in regards to Overwatch League uh, buy-ins uh, for the organization for Season 2, going up to almost as high as $60 million. 100 mil on this. Pretty wild. But, yeah. Anyway. Hey, man, real recognize real and like you just think about what these athletes do on their free time and I, i'm just thinking about like hypothetically not hypothetically rationally why they would be investing is just 
these guys play like FIFA and 2K on their free time. They play NHL. They enjoy playing video games as a re- release. And they understand the draw that it has to being good at something because these guys are the world-class athletes, right? They're the best mm-hmm. of the best. So when they see the best of the best in something that they enjoy as a hobby as well, they understand that that is talent, that is real, and that is worth investing in, which is awesome. Kevin Durant, OBJ, I'm 100% down with them. Yo, Kevin Durant, OBJ, invest in PLG. Yeah. <laughs> you, what's up? Invest in this. Actually, we got the commentary. Actually, we got the thoughts. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still lukewarm on KD. I like KD. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here, I'm man. Sorry. I'm sorry. This guy will dunk on your ass like no, he, left he will, and right. Man. I, have no, I have no ill will towards him because I know how this so, is going to so be. So, what's your hesitation? What is your hesitation here? My you just hesitation. can't recognize my hesitation is twofold. It's onefold, actually. So, like, I fully believe in a player's ability to go anywhere he wants, anytime he wants, because the moment that a player becomes less than valuable to a franchise, they'll trade him. So, like, it happened with uh, what's his face, uh, Blake Griffin. You know, like, oh, okay, oh, okay. You know, like, so there's there's no loyalty in sports. That's a facade that people need to get around. Or if they can, I'm like, bro, I gotta. There's some loyalty. Don't get me wrong. It's just there's some loyalty. What's your point? What's your likely point? Likely accidentally. So basically, so he didn't own owe it to to OKC, but simultaneously, I just have a little qualm with going to like I'm not a go to the best organization guy. It's not oh let's go to the be- let's go to the team that just won 73 games. I, I, it doesn't matter really in the you grand. You can't scheme. play both sides, man. You can't play both sides. You I can't can. say that. I can you, say you could go wherever. But if that's where you go, that's cool. You're fully allowed to go. But, you know, I'm going to look at you differently than if you go somewhere else and you're like, I'm going to build this. Nah. I, that's it. I, I, I look at it differently. It doesn't that change. That is just rational. That is what exactly. It, it, it depends on the factors. But He I'm wanted like, to win a championship and he achieved his goal. And that's what I find you know, the most He's allowed to go wherever he wants. That's cool. But I'm not going to be like, oh, you're not allowed to. But if you go there, I'm allowed to do it. Like, eh, okay. That's your choice. All right. Cool. Like, I, there's no disrespect <laughs> towards that. But if that was your choice, all right. Cool. If I ever spoke yeah. with him and had a conversation, maybe I'd understand the context better. Like, to be like, yeah, it makes sense to go from OKC to San Francisco, get involved in the technology scene, be amongst that sort of vc community san francisco dope like i enjoy it but at the same time i can also be like you know if you're a company you know and you're building and some larger company is like yo i want to buy you out you know of course you have the option of being like no i don't want to be bought out but you know you get bought out there's nothing against you but at the same time you could have competed you could have competed. <laughs> you could have competed. That's it. Could have got quashed. You, you, quashed. You quashed. Just get crushed. But, but I also get the fear of not wanting to be the guy who like never won a ring, and they'll hold that against you. You know, if KD hadn't nah, won a ring, they they lord it against it. him, hundred percent. And so now he won one, and so they can't lord that argument against him. So I understand Yo, don't, that. KD, don't listen to Solo. I I appreciate KD, you. You do show. whatever you need we to do. We want to play some video Dude. games with you. I would 150% do that. And yeah. I don't know I if we have no controllers big enough for your hands. But like, I want to know. Like, I, I know. But why, son? But I love Russell you're, Westbrook. You're playing, so. See, you're, you, can't, you can't play both sides. I can't can play, play both sides. I literally just played both sides. I, you know what the sign <laughs> is? Bullshit. That's all I'm <laughs> you know saying. What you're a hypocrite. Is, you're a hypocrite. You're playing you both sides. You want the sign of intelligence nope. is nope. You're a hypocrite. holding two contradictory ideas in your mind at the same time. 
I don't think that's the definition of intelligence. Sorry, I don't agree. I definition of just made it the, the definition of intelligence, my friend. Yeah, what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Now on to you know we were going to talk a little bit about uh, video game movies upcoming, but I thought we touched on that well enough uh, earlier. So we're just gonna go with a little bit on Discord and Twitch. Uh, this is a, a, a story very close to Lilo's heart, so I'm gonna let him take it from here. Inform the people. Uh, it's it's a quick thing. It's just like. Apparently, Discord is pairing up with esports as a whole, and officially, um, I guess Discord has been making moves. Let's just go with that. Discord's been making moves. It's been linking up with Spotify, all right? So you can do these awesome in-game... Well, let me backtrack for a second. Discord is a voice chat service in which you can communicate with friends in the community whilst playing a video game together or other games. So in case you didn't know, it's just like Twitch or Curse Chat, whatever you use... Same thing like as Ventrilo, what they used to use on CSGO, Skype, exactly. Same video voice chat you can use over Wi-Fi or the internet, whatever. Okay. But not now moving forward. Skype, which sucks. Yeah, I mean, we have a, Skype's we have getting a, better. It's, who, yeah. who makes a UI Skype's Skype? Cool. <laughs> Microsoft. Don't, let's not talk about it. We're moving on. Discord is the go-to voice chat app now it's the go-to gaming chat app and it's interesting because it's paired up with spotify like i said earlier it's adding a video chat service including screen sharing and it's also bringing verified official game channels to its service so the game sorry not the game the the company itself is actually planning to expand into esports by partnering with more than 20 teams including some of these teams called team liquid dreamhack if you don't know what they are they're in other esports but the biggest ones is almost every single overwatch league team is being linked up with discord okay so verified servers there you go verified servers for discord and these games just like it's kind of crazy how discord is blown up and you know what solo and i use right now is twitch i enjoy twitch i can watch games on twitch and i can talk to my friends on twitch and it's just interesting to see how how many moves discord is making versus what twitch is doing so twitch is, seems like is focusing more on the media rights and exclusive rights to streaming and trying to do that discord is focusing on communication and developing the community in a sense and uh i don't even know just like getting that public exposure is it, it's kind of it's I, I weird feel like discord is, is has realized the discord has better sound quality in my opinion uh than okay. twitch and i've had less issues with calls and because whenever we play overwatch league i always have issues with joining into the group servers and so right. normally it used to work then it doesn't so if i do an individual call it works so i have usually sometimes i go back and forth with discord but funny enough i follow the london spitfire server or discord chat and it's pretty interesting because they have better sound quality it makes more sense for them or their their structure is more it's different than Twitch, even though they have a a similar functionality of being able to call or to chat or to uh, do voice calls. It has uh, a group community feature to it that Twitch doesn't have. So 
I use it for when we when I use Parsec. Parsec supports on Discord. It works in a much better community sense where they have distributed chats where one's for support, one's for announcements, one's for something else. So if you go to these team ones, it sort of works as like a, a community team bulletin board, posting board, sort of community board. So they realize, okay, we have this. We could sell it to the teams and the corporations, and then they are going to use it. Sort of like if we, if you're a business, what are you using, right? Slack. If you're a team, so all you know, everyone who runs the business of these teams are using Slack. Their teams are using it sort of as a social media outreach. Twitch doesn't have that option. Twitch is an individual-based thing. You know, you're not going to have but- London Spitfire streams. You'll have a player doing its own individual stream. Yeah, no, I got you. I think that's actually interesting. It's something we touched upon either last week or a couple episodes ago, but yeah, Twitch is trying to make the community community servers and going through that kind of stuff and making it so that all the subs can talk to each other and all that. Trying to give a more community sense to those who stream, but I get what you're saying. There's team-based stuff in Discord. I don't know, man. I'm just saying... I personally like Twitch just because I can both stream and talk to my friends and make servers, but Discord does have this neat ability. So I said it paired up with Spotify, right? There's this guy that you can communicate and command with in-game, or sorry, in-chat commands. And his name is Nar, G-N-A-R, kind of like the character from League of Legends. Mm. And he's the one that plays music for you. So everybody in the same channel can listen to the same music. At simultaneously the same time. it's awesome that's that's the one thing that i think twitch is missing out on that's the biggest thing if i'm playing a game like rocket league where you can have background sounds on while still talking to your friends and not getting like confused you can play music and you can set up a playlist like i can literally type in underscore play and then type in the song and i'll play a song and then my buddies will do the same thing and those their song will be in the queue and you can just go back and forth now, obviously, it won't work for a game like Fortnite where you need to listen to audio or a game like PUBG where, like, every sound matters. You need to know if something's near you, but it's an awesome feature and something that Twitch lacks. Yeah, Twitch the, uh, has become more of a viewing medium. Audio. Than, yep. Uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Like, I agree uh, with that. Like, as we said, like, Twitch chat is just spaz and Discord. I've only had conversations on Discord. I've never been spammed out of a Discord conversation um, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's interesting to see where they go moving forward. Um, you know, if, if Twitch is, uh, what version, where is Twitch? Is, 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 is Twitch the Yahoo of esports? No, no, no. it's no, not. Exactly. Not exactly. That's what I'm saying. So like, how are they going to pivot beyond just doing, just being a hub for people? That's why they release community rooms, you know, you know what community rooms is? Basically, what Discord does now that I think about it, in comparison to one another, I think Twitch is going to just like in any other business, steal all the ideas from Discord. Discord's going to steal all the ideas from Twitch. If you think about it, dude, I mean, like you can stream with your friends on Twitch on Discord. You didn't have that capability. What is Discord doing? Oh, it's including video chat. What do you know? Isn't that something that Microsoft did? Like, they're all stealing from each other. We're just going to see which one wins out at the end. I think it's a big step for Discord, which I thought personally was a smaller application to pair up with all of these esports teams, while Twitch actually owns all the rights to streaming these esports teams. Mm. I still think Twitch has the upper hand, being owned by Amazon and whatnot. It's kind of huge. Amazon is going to be tough to beat. 
Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. Anyway. As we say, we'll see. As we say, we'll see. Absolutely. I like that. I like that. Um, that's all we got for you guys today. Um, it's been a great show. We think, yep. personally, our most informative. Thank you for listening to us rant. Appreciate it. As always. And we shall see you Tuesday. And don't forget, go back to episode 17. Be sure to listen to Lilo's interview with Matthew Laycock. And yep. We and shall uh, let me know some advice, please. Please. Yeah, All the advice will help. Mean feedback on the Twitter. <laughs> and Make me cry. Don't, no, please don't do that. We shall announce this weekend uh, once we confirm with our potential guest uh, who our guest will be. So see you guys on Tuesday. Yep. Talk to you later. Have a good weekend. <laughs>